Hello, and welcome to the Modulate My Music podcast. My name is Isabel Heed, and I am a professional violinist and meditation teacher from Melbourne. Each week, I use this podcast to explore a different theme of the human experience through combining meditation practices and new music. The format of the podcast begins with an explanation of the week's theme, followed by a meditation and musical interludes. This podcast is also in support to Modulate Music's live performance series, which involves professional musicians performing old and new music live alongside guided meditation interludes. I'm delighted to announce that Modulate Music has an upcoming event in Melbourne at the Gertrude Street Yoga Studios on the 16th of December, combining restorative yoga, meditation and new music on the theme of attention. If you'd be interested in attending, you can book at gertrudestreetyoga.com.au or find out further information at modulatemusic.com and follow us as Modulate Music on Instagram and Facebook. So for this week, I'm exploring the theme of worry, something that I'm sure a lot of us suffer from at time to time. There are obviously varying degrees of worry, from subtle concerns to stifling worry, that can lead into anxiety and incredible suffering. One thing's for sure, no matter how subtle or strong the state of worry one is experiencing, it never feels good. From a meditative perspective, worry is considered an afflicted state of mind. The mind will never be still, calm and content as long as it is in a state of worry. So why do we worry when we know it feels bad? Well, a lot of the time we probably have justified things to worry about. Life is challenging. But I think it is worth probing a bit deeper into the nature of worry Why does it occur, and is it really the most productive response to the stresses of life? If we look at when something happens to us that could be a trigger for worry to arise, is worry a helpful solution? One of my favourite quotes from the 8th century Indian sage Shantideva goes along the lines of if you can solve your problem then what is the need of worrying if you cannot solve it then what is the use of worrying I think this quote is wonderful as it really captures the uselessness of worrying worrying will never help you solve the problem and instead fills the mind with unnecessary suffering and confusion. So 
So this is all very well to say, but when we're in the thick of worrying, it can be pretty hard to find a way out. We may even have the thought, I should not be worrying about this, yet we still worry. So I think we have to look at the types of thinking that promote worry, preferably before we are caught in the throes of worry. In meditation, our everyday mind is referred to as the monkey mind. It is likened to a monkey constantly jumping from branch to branch in the jungle, rarely sitting still. These branches that the mind jumps to and from are generally thoughts from the past to thoughts towards the future. It's actually quite rare that we are completely present with what we're actually doing in the moment. So if you have a look at the mental state of worry in relation to the monkey mind, we will see that when in the throes of worry, our mind is nearly always obsessed with thoughts of the future. You will never be present in the moment. So this is where the practice of meditation can be a wonderful antidote to many of these neurotic mental habits that arise from the monkey mind that can cause us so much strife. By training the mind to be completely present and clear with what is arising right now, we are providing the antidote to the worrying mind that always projects into the future. By building strength in this mental skill, when the state of worry arises, we will firstly be more likely to detect it, and secondly, more likely to provide the antidote, which is to release the worry and return back to the present. In this respect, the mind actually has the capacity to heal itself through training. Personally, I find this outlook very inspiring. So for this week's meditation, I will begin as always with relaxation of the body. The body-mind system is so closely linked that it is imperative for meditation that you always begin spending some time relaxing the body as your chances of having a relaxed mind will be far greater if the body is at ease. We will then go into meditation focused on the sensations of the breath. This style of meditation is no doubt one of the most common and effective ways for bringing stillness, clarity and focus to our usual monkey mind. This connection of the mind to the breath is not only relaxing, but the direct antidote to a mind constantly wafting off into the future and the past. Once we have gained a level of stability, I'll then bring in some reflection to this week's theme 
of worry. I will then conclude the meditation with an excerpt of music from Modulate Music, featuring myself on the violin. This track consists purely of the harmonics on the violin. We will now begin the meditation. You will hear the sound of the bell to mark the beginning and conclusion of the meditation. So to begin any meditation, we always first draw our attention to the body. We spend so much of our time in activity during the day, so it can be really enjoyable experience to let the body release and soften. can be helpful to bring particular attention to the muscles of the shoulders, the neck and the face, letting them soften and release into a state of ease and rest. aid the process of release, let yourself take three deep breaths, paying particular attention to each out-breath, releasing further each time until there is no longer anything left to release. Now that we have brought some level of relaxation to the body, it is important to maintain a level of attentiveness in our posture and mind so that we do not just simply fall asleep. Being sure that your back is comfortably straight in whatever position you may be in will help you maintain the necessary alertness.
we take a look at our mind, we may find that sometimes it is pleasant, but other times it can cause us a great deal of suffering that we really do not want. It's at those times that we may feel a victim to our out-of-control mind. But even if you have not had much experience with meditation, you may have had a taste of what it is like to cultivate balance and stillness within yourself. Otherwise, you'd probably not be listening to this right now. You may have had a sense of how the mind can be trained to let go of the habits that are simply not helpful. Even just this sense is enough to know that this practice is worthwhile. So rejoice that you are taking this time to practice and commit yourself to it by letting go of any concerns of the future and the past as they will be of no use to you now. You can simply return to them later. So now let's begin the practice of focusing our attention towards the sensations of the breath at the abdomen. Gently bring your attention to the subtle rise and fall of the abdomen, expanding with each in-breath, contracting with each out-breath. Remember, there is no need to alter the breath at all. You are just simply using the abdomen as a mental object of focus. To encourage this balancing of the mind, it can be helpful to practice with the gentle oscillation of using the sensation of the in-breath as a means to refocus or refresh your attention to the object, and then use the out-breath as an opportunity to completely release. Try this practice for a short while.
Remember, if you find your mind wandering into discursive thought, let your first response always be to completely relax. Gently release the thought and return to the object. The sensations of the breath at the abdomen. Paying particular attention to the release of the outbreath. Another sign that your mind may be becoming unbalanced is that you are becoming a bit spaced out. You are not distracted, but you are not really aware of the object either. This is important to note, as it is not the practice. This is known as laxity or dullness of mind. So the antidote for this is to refresh your interest in the object, the sensations of the breath at the abdomen, bringing special attention to the in-breath. Also check that your posture is attentive, ensuring your back is comfortably straight. After a short while practicing, bringing a level of stillness and focus to the mind, we can use this state to bring some reflection to this week's topic of worry. Reflect on the state of mind that you have cultivated in this short practice. Hopefully there is some level of relaxation and clarity. If you were presented with a problem or an issue you had to fix in your life, do you think this state would be a better position to solve the problem from? From this state of stillness, reflect on what it feels like 
to be deeply worried. I'm sure it won't be too hard to imagine. The mind is generally speeding through unending thoughts and is generally incapable of being present. It is probably a very different state to the one you have just cultivated. As I introduce the musical excerpt, rest in this mental state of stillness, clarity and ease. And most importantly, remember it. As this will be the antidote for the next time worry arises in your mind.
thank you for listening to the Modulate My Music podcast. I hope it has been beneficial for you and you've enjoyed it. If you'd like to write a review and subscribe for this podcast, it would be greatly appreciated. You can share your comments on iTunes or at modulatemusic.com. Once again, my name is Isabel Heed, and you can join me again on next week's Modulate My Music podcast, where we'll be exploring the theme of stress and release. Look forward to sharing it with you then.